the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money. Uh, let's see. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. You're going to use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate giving given away during this show. Pretend like you've done this before. I Edward. know. I can't believe I'm Seven and a half years. Yeah. Well, yeah, but we weren't doing uh, uh, those tanning certificates for seven and a half oh, years. Oh, that's but still... I should I should have uh, not been screwing around with that uh, the verbiage for a while. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so the certificates are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. In fact, with this weather, everyone needs to get their tan on. You can't do it with the sun, so you got to go to the tanning salon. I'm feeling awfully pale these days. <laughs> I know, me too. I got to go back to them. Um, now today's trivia theme is science, and these questions are hard. <laughs> Oh, thank you. You're going to embarrass me again. No, well, some of these questions I don't think a lot of people would know, but they're kind of fun. All right. Uh, so, Mark, let's... Um, it's been a couple of weeks yeah. since I've been on the show. Um, for those of you who've been listening for a while, you know, pretty much Edward and I were on every show for most of the seven and a half years we've been doing this. But the last six months, I uh, I, I wouldn't call it a sabbatical, but I've gotten pretty busy in, in traveling and, and uh, in the growth of, uh, of our company, Pacific Private Money. It's required me to uh, really go out and... Um, do more traveling, get in front of more uh, capital resources. Kind of my my role for the company is uh, to bring in business and to bring in capital to make loans. And so, and that's brought us to places like, uh, well, to Florida, to New York, to even Martha's Vineyard to speak in front of a group of some uber wealthy <laughs> family office uh, folks. And uh, anyway, it's been hard to to be here on a regular basis, and so I really appreciate Nam Phan, uh, uh, my um, uh, head of uh, investor relations and marketing and business development. He's been doing a great job. I've been listening to the show and enjoying you guys. And but now I'm here, you yes, and I, sure. and we're going to talk uh, a little bit of real estate and the market. We're going to talk 2017. We're going to talk a little bit about. 2018. And so in preparation for the show, I went to my favorite uh, web websites and uh, blog posts. And uh, one um, that I pulled out for you all here, which is kind of interesting, is uh, this is a, um, a report uh, about a Zillow report, uh, or it's an article about a Zillow report. It says value of housing market in the U.S. increased at its fastest pace in four years. And so what they're talking about mm. is the overall market in the United States, which is really, as you and I know, Edward, you know, real estate's local. 
and and even yeah, local, it's yeah. it's neighborhood by neighborhood. Yeah, so it's true. really hard to, you know, when you're talking about national or nationwide figures, it's almost like uh, you know ho hum, and you know it's really kind of meaningless to to whatever your particular real estate strategy would be. And and all of us, you know, as we invest in real estate, you know, what, what is your strategy, and where is your strategy, and what markets are you going after, and you know, what are your goals, etc. You know, so so how does it really, you know, uh, how is it relevant to us? Uh, an article like this that says the U.S. has uh, home prices has increased at its fastest pace in four years, and and so why I'm bringing this up is I, I find it really interesting that we're at what many to believe to be the tail end of a relatively long business cycle, and yeah. we've watched real estate prices now. Um, you know, been, they've been going up now for well, what would we say the bottom of the market at least in California was probably around 2010. So um, they started trending down, and at seven was the yeah, peak. Even eleven. End of end yeah. of six, uh, beginning of seven was the peak. Uh, yeah. They trended downward for about three years, uh, sometimes three and a half years. So sometime between two thousand ten and two thousand eleven, we were kind of bumping along the bottom, yeah. and then all of a sudden, whoa, we've been on a wild ride for the last, you know, six seven years, and yeah. and many, um, and if you're looking at. Uh, the, how they define a recession, we've been in a quote-unquote recovery, although some might mm. uh, argue about that term a little bit, but we've been in a recovery for nearly 10 years now. So we're, you know, this is a long cycle, uh, long in the tooth, and so you know, we're all, those of us, and you know, no matter whether you're you know, a stock market investor, a real estate investor, a business owner, you know, we're, we're looking ahead and going, okay, well, when's the next recession? When's the next yeah. cycle? Because we know it's not a new Universe. It's not like a new market uh, where we've wiped out recessions and business cycles and all that. Uh, no, we're, we're going to have another business cycle. I don't we're, think Trump's going to allow that. <laughs> we're <laughs> going to have another. Watch. You know, we're going to have another real estate cycle, and it's going to flip from a you know from a seller's market to a buyer's market. We just don't know when. So here I'm looking at this report, and so in 2017 we've uh, we've seen prices in the U.S. increase at its fastest rate in in four years, and I just find that interesting in a couple of ways. Number one, you know, it just it's it it just there's no sign that the you know that we're at the tail end. Number yeah. one, and number two, the rest of the country is really starting to catch up with what we've already been experiencing in California. I mean, if yeah, anything, exactly. in California, we're starting to level off a little bit, or I should say, yeah. the rate of appreciation appears to be slowing down. Although I'm going to share a, uh, some Case Shiller statistics on the San Francisco Bay Area in the next sec- segment, which might suggest that hmm, maybe it's not slowing down so much. So there's just a lot of stuff going on in in the real estate market in terms of uh, housing shortages, a lack of new inventory being built, uh, strong and pent-up demand for housing, and the fact that mortgage rates are still relatively low. They're still in the fours, and all of that is conspiring to keep housing prices strong and increasing in most markets throughout America. And do you find that California seems to lead the way in, in most of these trends? I, I do believe okay. it, it has. It certainly did in this current cycle. Uh, and uh, although we're not, we're no longer the leader in market appreciation in California, there are other cities that uh, that for the last year have been uh, uh, appreciating faster. But certainly we were the first. We were the largest MSA to, to, uh, to recover and uh, experience rapid price appreciation. All right. Very good. Okay, we're going to uh, cut to our first commercial break. When we come back, uh, Mark will continue with not only the statistics, but I want to get his feel for, because uh, an email came in about uh, 2018 and what the outlook looks like. All right, first trivia question has to do with science. 
with what is sulfur and charcoal mixed to make gunpowder? What what is it mixed with? Yeah. So there's a third element. Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. And uh, don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf, president of Pacific Private Money. Uh, First trivia question. With what is sulfur and charcoal mixed with to make gunpowder? I have no idea. (laughs) Saltpeter. Oh, yeah, okay. you ever heard that? And yes, guess, I have. Guess, guess how I know that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sirree, we made that when I was a kid. <laughs> but ah. we kind of looked it up. There wasn't an internet. Boy back Scouts then. or that gang you used to hang <laughs> out with? <laughs> <laughs> I think what we did was that back then you had an encyclopedia uh, because there was no internet. <laughs> um, before we continue, I do want to make a quick mention here for the Alcatraz Cruises. So get right now, if you buy one, they'll get you get one free. They have a buy one, get one free ticket promotion, which is available on select dates through February 7th. So that's coming up here pretty soon. Alcatraz uh, Cruises has partnered up with several waterfront amusements with special offers and discounts. So check that out. SFWinterOnTheWaterfront.com to secure your coupons and instructions or visit AlcatrazCruises.com for tickets to The Rock. You ever been to Alcatraz? I have. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, very good time. Okay. Uh, So, Mark, let's continue on. So I talked about uh, an an article uh, from Zillow saying that uh, overall uh, United States housing prices are now increasing at their fastest pace in four years, and that pace is 6.5%. That's how it looks like we're... um, ending uh, 2017. And uh, there's also a quote in here says, despite recent changes to federal tax laws, which of course are making homeownership less of a you know tax incentive in high price areas like California, uh, they seem to believe that uh, the long-term dynamics uh, pushing up home values and rents are unlikely to change significantly in the next year. So their 2018, um, at least Zillow's 2018 outlook is pretty bullish. And- so a uh, question, because mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I heard, I saw just a, a little snippet, so I'm not going to merely make um, a, a real announcement per se, but I will say this. Uh, there was th- something about California wanting to basically stick it to the federal government by saying, well, rather than not being able to deduct your California taxes on federal, mm-hmm. they'll somehow reclassify it as a contribution. They are up something to like something that, right? sneaky. I, yeah. I did. I didn't bring that article in with me, but we'll we'll talk about that maybe next week because that is like very that. interesting. That's worth looking up. Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit more um, about the San Francisco Bay Area. Okay. So for years now, I have been um, watching and rec- uh, recording the uh, Case Schiller. Uh, it's now called the. It's funny. I guess that this company has been uh, purchased several times over. It's now called the S and P Core Logic. Case Schiller <laughs> index on housing prices, okay. and what I like the the most about Case Schiller is that rather than use something silly like the median price, which uh, uh, if we have time in the show, I'll, I'll rail why I, I 
think it's so ridiculous. In other that words, the if you had a six million dollar house and a hundred thousand yeah. dollar house, the median price is three million. <laughs> yeah, the Case Shiller uses a, a ninety day weighted moving average uh, based on price per square foot, and they're just they're, they've got a really really um, great methodology, and they're one of the strongest and most widely followed indexes of home price appreciation. And uh, furthermore, they uh, they We'll look at the individual MSAs, the individual cities like the San Francisco Bay Area, although they call it the San Francisco Index. It's really the San Francisco Bay Area. It's several counties within San Francisco. And so um, a year ago, we were at around a 5 or 6% annual rate of appreciation in the San Francisco Bay Area. Two years ago, we were at 10%. So we had trended down from uh, 2015, which was... Um, uh, I should say, I'm sorry, in 2016, we were, we ended the year at around a, you know, 10 to 11% annual appreciation of, of, uh, San Francisco Bay area home prices in 2017, that rate, uh, fell from 10 to nine, eight, seven, six, five. It was, there was for several months around May, June, July, the, the index on an annualized basis was in the low fives. And what's interesting is it's actually trending up again in the San Francisco Bay Area. So the latest month is that we have, it's a 60-day lagging indicator because they have to collect a lot of data. And it takes a while to put that data through the, the little, <laughs> crunch the numbers and sure. put it through their algorithms and spit the number out. Um, but that, uh, as of October, that number is 7.7. So let's call it 8%. So yeah, it's actually so trending back up why? again. That's just it. They don't. That's yes, the analysis sir. that that I would love to see from them. I have not. I was not able to find any reports to indicate why we went uh, from let's say a ten percent down to a five percent. Yeah. Now we're back up to eight percent again. I just again, I'm finding it curious. It's not because of the fires, because yeah, again, this data is older. But what. Um, what what's also interesting is that you can really dive into the case Schiller numbers because that eight percent number itself is a blend of three tiers of home prices in the San Francisco Bay Area, the basically a lower tier, a mid tier, and a high tier, and the, and they they their low tier is defined as any home under um, seven hundred thousand dollars, and then the mid tier are homes priced between seven hundred and a million one, and then the high tier is over a million one, and what's interesting is the the high tier pricing are appreciating at about a five percent rate, and that high that tier, goes okay. with what a lot yes. of realtors are telling me. The high end has been slowing down, but the the low and the mid end. So basically, for homes uh, up to a million one uh, in price, they're appreciating at a nine percent rate. I wonder if it's the millennials that originally were very much like, yeah, who cares about owning a house? I'll just go ahead and rent. Maybe they're seeing the price appreciation and they're jumping on board and, and that's causing it? I don't know. It, it could be. I mean, I'm not thrilled. I, I would love to see home price appreciation uh, sustain at closer to a 5 to 6% range, which is the, the national average. You know, the fact that some of these are, are back up to the 9% range just gives me concern. It's just going to be really hard to, to sustain that level of price appreciation. Yeah. But uh, knowing that, it's it's... Again, it goes back to, you know, when's the next cycle? Well, the numbers would indicate, if nothing else, they're actually, you know, going back to a an increasing appreciation rate from, yeah. from a lower appreciation rate. So, anyway, it, you know. Okay. For for someone who's a, like our company, who's who are lenders, you know, we look at this. These are these are important numbers for us to to be following, and um, 
you know, we, we base our lending decisions based on what we think the exit strategy is going to be for that, that uh, especially real estate investors like flippers and, and those who are investing in, in other okay, types of real And that's going to lead into the deal of the week. You have a couple of very, very interesting deals of the week to talk about. So, uh, audience, you're going to want to listen in on the uh, next segment for sure. All right. Here's our second science question. How many feet is a fathom? <laughs> All right. That's our question. Uh, call 888-912-1190. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win that uh, tanning certificate. That's good. It's worth almost $100 because you can use it on various tanning uh, uh, features. All right. Uh, how many feet is a fathom? All right. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf. Here's a a science question for you. How many feet is a fathom? Seven? Close. Six. (laughs) Not bad. Okay. That's That's one off. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who would know, right? Yeah. Um, Unless you're a nautical person. Okay. So, Mark, um, first of all, uh, I do want to get into an email here, which mm-hmm. will lead into like a deal of the week. Okay. Question is, why is Pacific Private Money getting quality deals compared to other private lending companies? So this must be uh, an investor who has checked out the quality of your loans compared to other companies, because there's other companies out there that kind of throw a bunch of crap against the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> Okay, so I'm not going to disparage no, 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 other good point. private money loan originators. There's a lot of them in California. There's a lot of them in the Bay Area. And many of investors that invest in Pacific Private Money's trustees also invest with other companies. The key to having quality loans that you can offer to your investors as investment opportunities is to have volume. And that's that's the name of the game. Deal flow is the golden goose in our industry, in the in the alternative finance industry. And the way you get deal flow is you market like crazy, and that's what we've done for the last 10 years, uh, number one. And number two, we also are going after a underserved and often ignored market niche that... Uh, many alternative lenders in California avoid, like the plague. (laughs) And that is owner-occupied, especially like owner-occupied purchase loans. Um, And the reason that other alternative finance providers in California avoid owner-occupied transactions is because it requires additional licensing, uh, and there's, there's more risk on the lender being, um, categorized as a predatory lender because we charge we charge high interest rates and so sure. you have to do things like do calculations of their ability to repay their ability to afford the monthly payments so there's a lot of predatory lending practices that we have to avoid and there's different disclosures there's cooling off periods there's all kinds of stuff that's going on legally that differentiate a business purpose or investment purpose loan versus an owner occupied loan and so we 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 do uh, and 
We love doing owner-occupied purchase loans for a certain class of borrower. And we get those deals through our relationships with mortgage brokers and realtors. And so where I'm going with this, the question was, is, you know, how come you guys have so many high quality deals? Well, what's interesting about the owner occupied uh, loan demand uh, in the alternative financing space is it's generally a well-qualified borrower who just ran out of time. So we see, as opposed to, let's say, a lot of guys who are contractors or flippers, uh, for the most part, and I've been lending to guys like that for years. So, in fact, that was 100% of my business in, in, the, you know, in 2010, 11, 12, 13, was really lending to flippers. And they tend to have hammered credit for lots of different reasons. But, mm. you know, and, and some of them are, you know, less than, you know, uh, top-notch borrower quality, let's just say, in terms of their payment history and <laughs> et cetera. Ergo, the lower FICO scores. Yeah, usually. exactly. So, But these these um, owner-occupied purchase home transactions that we've been doing, it's about 30% of our business right now. Uh, it, it was 30% of our business in 2017. And almost without fail, those borrowers had high FICO scores. Uh, yeah. Almost, you know, in fact, I think... 70% of our FICO score borrowers are over 700. Even though we're not FICO score driven, we love high FICO scores. Sure. And well, many of them are it, over 800. Well, a lot of the, the reason for that, not only does it show that they uh, pay their bills, but for from an exit strategy, they'll be more qualified to get a conventional loan. Well, and that's just it. So going back to the, the volume, when, when you're a company, when you're an alternative finance provider like Pacific Private Money, and, you, and the phone rings a lot, and it's anywhere from um, mortgage brokers, realtors, or bankers calling with a referral, which, by the way, tend to be the highest quality lead, yeah, sure. or it might be someone smiling and dialing or emailing on the internet who's looking for, you know, they're, they're blasting out their, their situation looking for a loan. Those direct from the borrower loan inquiries oftentimes are lower quality. Sure. They're, 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 they're people that... Uh, aren't represented by a broker and, and are just trying to find money for themselves. You know, and again, it, we, sometimes we get great loan requests uh, directly from borrowers, but for the most part, if you had to generalize, those tend to be lower quality. We also get uh, leads from some consolidated, you know, lead distribution services, which uh, some of which we've quit because those are like almost the lowest quality of leads. Those are the ones that, you know, they're, 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 they figure, well, if I call a hundred borrowers, someone's bound to say yes. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, a hundred lenders. lenders yeah. <laughs> if I call a hundred lenders, someone's bound to say yes. So, um, so at Pacific Private Money, our phone does ring a lot. And because it rings a lot, we get to look at a lot of deals we get to say no to a lot of deals not because they're bad people but we just you know we like what we like you're risk averse we're risk averse uh we have uh people refer to it as what's in our wheelhouse well what's in our wheelhouse are uh people that need to close quickly but they also want to pay us off quickly they have an exit strategy in mind they're either going to sell the home uh, or they're going to refinance conventionally uh the typical exit strategy for loans that we make at pacific are a conventional refinance and then we and we can verify that that's a real goal and a real strategy not just someone that says to me uh uh well yeah my fico score is 500 i'm going to go for credit repair and then conventionally refi and that is not a strategy. That's a wish. You yeah, know, that's that's exactly. you know that's easier said than done, and we know that because we've fallen 
prey to that years ago. I mean, you learn the hard way in, in all business, right? Uh, you, you, you make mistakes and you get scar tissue and you... And you but even when you, you made know, mistakes, to, so you didn't lose money. You no, we never lost. That's well, the, the good yeah. news about uh, our track record at Pacific Private Money is after uh, 1,400 loans that we've made over the last 10 years, over 400 million in loans, uh, we have never had a loan lose money on the payback where the investor lost money. Yeah, so even if you, quote, made a mistake, maybe uh, you needed to extend the loan... Uh, well, the mistake is it was just a you know it was a borrower that couldn't get out, and and now we're struggling to help them get out. Yeah. And oftentimes we said, look, your only strategy is you got to sell, sell the, the property, property yeah. you know. And, and oftentimes they want to hold on to the property because it's got equity or, or for whatever reason. And well, maybe they'll dial a hundred more new lenders. Yeah. Uh, get, well, and we got a loan request this week. In fact, that we're working. On. In fact, uh, Edward, you and I talked about this. Yeah. This deal. It's it's from. Um, they have a loan that's maturing, uh, and it's private, and they want to get paid off, and they, and they need to pay it off because the existing lender is threatening to file a notice of default. Okay. And the problem is is the, the owner of the property is on a fixed income. It's a low fixed income. Uh, the rental income is only a, a certain amount, and the amount that she needs to borrow to pay off the existing loan uh, at the rate we would need to charge, they would be underwater financially. In other words, our, our loan payment would be like $6,000 a month, and they only bring in about 4500 on the rents. And Anyway, it's just it's not a good sign, but she, this person doesn't want to sell the house. And so what we said is, look, if you list the property for sale, we will make you a bridge loan so that the, the your current lender doesn't file a notice of default and, yeah. and put you in even further jeopardy of having to fire sale your house and lose some of your equity. Plus, plus, but, yeah, plus uh, the, the loan to value is still under 70%. And you, you've got impound of, pay, of mortgage payments for a year. If we were a loan-to-own lender, mm-hmm. we would just make the loan and just say, hey, well, you know, if you can't make the payments, you know, yeah. tough luck. It's, this, is, this is a, I didn't say this at the beginning, this is a non-owner-occupied rental property. So, so, the, so the, the regulations are different. They're more favorable to the lender. Uh, so we could make that loan just because they're asking for it. Yeah. Uh, and then if they don't make the payments, foreclose. But... Again, we're not in the business of doing that. That's not our preference. So we would rather them. So we basically said, look, we'll, we'll make you the loan, but you got to list this with a broker and actually sell gotcha. it. Gotcha. Okay. We're going to cut to a break. and we come back, we're going to talk interest rates. All right. Uh, third trivia question. Angora wool is produced from what animal's coat? Not 888-912-1190. Don't touch that down. We'll be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf. Third trivia question. Angora wool is produced from what animal's coat? Uh, I should know my goats, but I don't remember the name of that one. (laughs) No, actually, it's Angora rabbit. It's there's a, ra- there's a rabbit called Angora. I thought it was I, one of those spitting goat things. Oh, yeah. That's what I like a llama or something like that. No, I, I was kind of surprised because I've heard of Angora, you know, yeah, sweaters. Angora wool, yeah. I didn't know there was an Angora rabbit. Mm. All right. Politically incorrect he's, to wear one of those. I, I was going to say it's very cold right now. Um, okay. So uh, there, there was another deal that you wanted to talk about because there was a – usually you do 70% or less financing – but it's loan, okay. to value. loan to value. Loan me. to value. Uh, but in some cases, you can actually go higher than that. Like, well, where people get confused in alternative financing is that um, 
there's a loan-to-value ratio that we solve for when we make a loan. And we've often said on this show, we, we solve for a loan-to-value ratio of 70% or less. But what we've also said that what we can do in alternative financing is something that the banks will not do. And it's one of the reasons why, uh, in fact, many of the loans we make have cross-collateral, meaning we've got more than one property. So we can make a loan to you in an amount that is equal to, or sometimes even greater than, 100% of the purchase price of the loan you want to buy. So we can provide 100% financing to acquire a target property if you have other property that you can offer up as collateral. So now we make a loan that's secured by two properties, sometimes even three. So we've done, we've, we've crossed over three properties. So here's a story. Um, you know, we're not going to get into a lot of details on this, but it's essentially the person who contacted us uh, is divorced. And what's interesting is they did one of these very simple do-it-yourself divorces, and they weren't. They um, there's six thousand dollars alimony being paid from the ex-husband to the ex-wife. The ex-wife wants to acquire a home, and found out that that undocumented six thousand dollars a month doesn't work for the bank. So they went to an attorney that's now documented, but she has an opportunity to buy a home now. And so they came to us. What can you do? So we looked at the situation and the the house that they want to buy we can make them a loan that's up that's equal to 100% of the target price of that property because the husband has offered up his property as additional collateral and when you add up the equity between uh, the cost of the target property uh-huh. and the equity in the new home the loan amount that we would make this woman is uh, equals to about 40% yeah. effective loan to value. So this is actually a really good loan. We're, we're, um, you know, we're, we're still doing our due diligence and, and uh, making sure that we're not going to run afoul of, of any, um, you know, ability to repay or any other um, regulations. But, you know, again, it's a situation where if you're a real estate professional, you might be a mortgage broker or a realtor, and you have a client that maybe they have all their equity tied up in their existing home, but they don't want to sell it first before they buy their next house. Or there's a situation like the one we just described where they need 100% target financing, but they've got additional collateral they can put up. Um, They just need to find a way to acquire the property. And once the property is acquired, it's a lot easier to get to refinance that that loan with a conventional financing. Yeah, because they can now show that they've paid six months or nine months worth mm-hmm. of mortgage payments on that. Right. And, and uh, in fact, in that, in that case, I remember your underwriter saying that they actually went to court just to be able to document the fact that now there's real alimony rather than just a you know very amicable off the. Uh, off, uh, off the record type, right? Exactly. So, you know, it's it's interesting the situations that we hear about sometimes, and, and this was a first. This is the first time we ever heard yeah. of undocumented alimony. But it's just, you know, there's all kinds of strange situations that people find themselves in, and it's certainly not the norm. And again, we're alternative financing. We're a Plan B when Plan A fails. Bank financing is always going to be the best financing to get when you need financing. It's always going to be the preferred financing if you can get it in time. Mm-hmm. The reason people come to Pacific Private Money and companies like ours is because they either have run out of time or the bank won't do a um, creative Creative, acquisition loan to them. They don't like 
multiple properties as collateral. They typically don't do cross collateralization, so that's okay, why. Okay, so I'm uh, I'm in the audience and I'm <laughs> listening to this. This sounds like great story, but. How does it benefit me, the listening audience, if I say, well, that sounds really good for you, for Pacific Private Money. Yeah. How do how do I get to benefit that if I'm in a potential Well, so investor? we have two types of clients. We have those who come and borrow money from us, and then we have investor clients as well. So all of our capital, 100% of our capital that we use to make loans to people like the two uh, examples we just gave is private capital. It's from private individuals who have chosen an investment strategy, uh, which is in the alternative investment category. Alternative investments include uh, things like investing in real estate or investing in trusted secured notes or investing in a mortgage pool fund. At Pacific Private Money, we offer two types of investment strategies. Uh, a mortgage pool fund strategy where it's a very um, uh, it's it's an easier uh, uh, friendlier way to invest where you don't need to have experience in note investing we also uh, work with experienced note investors who prefer to be more in control and, and invest in notes on an individual basis either fractionally or whole notes uh, we do both so you can invest in uh, notes directly or you can invest in a mortgage pool fund where we control uh, the loans that that fund invests in and um, we pay our investors on uh, on average right around 8%. That's a fairly typical yield that you'll get and that's as a result of note rates that tend to be around 9%. So we tend to charge the okay. borrower 9 9.5%, sometimes 8.5%. It, it it fluctuates. It kind of depends on, you know, uh their uh the borrower variables and the property variables and the loan to value, etc. But between 8.5 and 9.5%, and that's been trending down. That's down uh year over year from it used to be between 9 and 10, now it's 8.5 to 9.5%. That's pretty consistent throughout California on the borrower side and on the investor side, uh that's been trending down a little bit. We work with investors who remember the good old days where they got 10% on on their sure. money when they invested. And that may come around again someday as interest rates increase, but right now the uh typical yield that a note investor or a, a mortgage fund investor will see is going to be between 7 and 9%, and we're paying right around 8%, a little bit more than some, a little bit less than others. The ones that we say a little bit less than others are usually the ones that are doing riskier type loans, because we're just not seeing the 10% note rates anymore. The, yeah. Those borrowers are uh, out there. But uh, again, we're we're our wheelhouse is we like the stronger borrowers with the strong exit strategy. We like conservative loans. We like surety of uh, of execution on the loans. That's our strategy. Short term, one year or less. And eight percent uh, is nothing to sneeze at. Eight percent is nothing to sneeze at. Could you make more on your money? Yeah, you know, you, you know, I mean, you can look around. But again, it's 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 um, if you want to work with a Bay Area company that loans on Bay Area real estate uh, that's run by. Uh, people like myself who have uh, over 35 years experience in Bay Area real estate, uh, both from the investment and the lending side of things, um, you know, you should uh, give us a look and uh, take a look at our inventory. One thing I will mention is that in in uh, the fourth quarter, uh, which just ended, we launched a new initiative for our investors to be able to go to a new platform to buy individual notes uh, rather than have to call 
us and and uh, uh, wait for the email to come with a note buying opportunity, we have a new website called Private Money Loans. Com. And I know that uh, Nam and you, Edward, have been talking a lot uh, about uh, sure. this website over the last uh, several weeks. So privatemoneyloans.com. It's still technically in beta. We're still kind of getting um, uh, our inventory up on the platform. But uh, that's a, a, that's going to be a growing resource for our investors to be able to log in uh, anytime on their phone or their laptop or their uh, tablet okay. and check out uh, opportunities to invest. Great. Don't touch that dial. Best investing. We'll be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hahn. Now, Mark, uh, you, we finished off the segment talking about your new website uh, or this additional website called privatemoneyloans.com. If uh, even though it's still in beta, people can still register, right? People can still register. You need to register to use that. Again, that's kind of the format. All of the crowdfunding type of sites, which is uh, in private money loans, is similar to many of the other crowdfunding sites that allow you to invest in notes. Although we are offering actual notes, not platform notes or promises to pay that are you know like corporate debentures. This is actually you investing in an actual note. So um, if you have any questions or want more information or want to talk to Rick or Nam or myself, about note investing. We're happy to talk. We spend a lot of time every week talking to new potential investors. Give us a call at 415-883-2150. We're right here in the Bay Area, 415-883-2150. You can also check out our our website, our corporate website, which is pacificprivatemoney.com. That's pacificprivatemoney.com. Com. I wanted to end the segment. I got a couple more minutes here to do my uh, annual rant on the median price. Because uh, you know, So we live in Marin County, and the local paper here every month comes out with blaring headlines about the median price is up to this or up to that. It's up 17% year over year. And people, there is no such thing as a median priced house. There is no median house. The median price is a statistical point which fails to work in any kind of real analysis of what prices with home prices are selling for what you want to do is you want to which is why i follow the 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 case shiller index um you really uh, the median price takes it's right in the middle of where 50 percent of the homes have sold for a lower price and 50 percent of the homes sell for a higher price but it changes monthly based on the mix of homes that sell which are always changing maybe one month more lower priced homes sold than higher price that'll bring the quote median price well, down again so if you have a house that sells at three million mm-hmm. and a house that sells at a hundred thousand your median price is a million five fifty Right. If yeah. there's only one house of each that's sold. Right. And, and, in, yeah, and in counties like Marin, you don't not that many units sell per month. And because mm-hmm. of that, the median price jumps wildly all over the place. Sure. And, and the problem is, is that is that the reporters, most of them know this. And yet they still it's just there's something about the, the, the newspaper media that continues, you know, month after month after month to report the median home price and how much it's changed on a year over year or month over month basis and it's just it's just silly so so really if you want to have a, a true feel for where home prices are tracking 
you want to go to CoreLogic's site uh, because they they are the ones that now own the Case Shiller uh, index, and they you know every month they report on uh, on the trends. Uh, they have a an actual index that uh, has uh, that started out at uh, 100, and now it's up to I think it's 247 in the San Francisco Bay Area. So you can watch that trend, and and it does an analysis of the year over year moving average for home price appreciation. Much much more accurate so so the uh so anyway it's just it's my little rant on i i wish these guys would would stop reporting that and it seems so easy to go to to case schiller and 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 look at their reporting procedures and and not be so misleading about because otherwise you, you read these articles they come out every month and it's like oh so we're up 17 percent year over year it's like mm, no <laughs> not not exactly. not exactly my home didn't go up in value by by 17 percent. so anyway Median price, I, I guess, uh, you know, they're not listening to me, but uh, if you're listening to us on The Best of Investing, we'll tell you what's happening in real estate in California, in the San Francisco Bay Area, and we'll also tell you what's happening uh, on the investing side in mortgages where you can earn 8% on your money. And we will never lead you astray. Absolutely not. Go ahead. Last time, I give your, your information. So, PacificPrivateMoney.com. All of our email addresses are on the website, or give us, as, as is our phone number, 415-883-2150. All right. We're going to cut out for today. Here's our thoughts for the day. Surrender to what is let go of what was have faith in what will be said Sonia Ricotti I don't Hmm. know who that is and sometimes you win and sometimes you learn Ah, I like that too alright tune in next week to the best of investing we're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions thanks for listening on behalf of our team I'm Edward Brown we're wishing you the best of investing so long You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's Business Leader. AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.